Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Art Podcast. You know it. Awesomely Righteous Dudes. Here we are. It's Tuesday in Philadelphia. Yes, it is. We got a special guest, G-Buck, today. Philadelphia DJ producer. Extraordinaire. Killing the scene. All scenes. We're going to talk to him, find out some new music, talk about some old music, talk about some background, history, funny stories. Here's some exclusive new tracks. Tacos, aliens, the the normal, the normal, uh... But wait. God, just start the damn show. Who, who are we? Who, who's speaking right now? Uh, it's Mike Lobeasy, a.k.a. Low Budget. It's Dirty South Joe, a.k.a. Friend of G-Buck. Michael, a.k.a. Flufftronics. What's up? Welcome to Ard. We got things to talk about. We have a special guest in the building today. Oh, yeah. G Buck, G Buck, building. What up, Greg what up? Washington a, is in the building. A fellow, aka G Buck. What's up, guys? How you feeling? A fellow Delconian. <laughs> Delconian. We're <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep that off the resume. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I always proceed it with like, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I was born in Philly. And yeah, that's, like, yeah, that's what I do. You know, we moved there when I. Was you know what's great? <laughs> I think that Delconian um, connection must be like a real, real deep thing because you know how I heard about G Buck's music. Through you, Mike. You yeah, want to tell I me, you're the you're the A and R that put me on to the G bug. Yeah, the through uh, through the old Facebook shit. You like yeah. hit me up. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you were just. I mean, you're just like we were like friends on there or something. Mm-hmm. You like sent me music. Yeah, or something on I the don't DM. think any. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I was like, it's like, who is this kid? You're like, yeah. who's this kid? I was like, kid? Oh, it's cool, man. He seems. It's cool. like he's doing club, but yeah. it's different. Yeah, and he's like, but and he's, and he's from he's like from around here. Did you do have like residencies and shit? Yeah, I was playing at the Blockly a lot. Right, um, right, right, oh, right, right. Shout out to the block. Yeah. I haven't heard that name in a long time. So you were, that's what I, th- I was like. I thought it was cool that you were doing that. You were also like a working DJ uh-huh. too, but you were into like all the weird shit. Yeah, I was ba- I was battling at the time too. I was like, battling. right, you were in the turntables yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. What's up with that? So, do you, are turntables like strictly on your rider? Do you play strictly with turntables in Serato? I just made the jump to USB. And oh, you CDs, did? Yeah. Oh. I was scared. I was scared to get off of Serato just because everything's there. But it feels fucking, you feel like you're fucking flying mm, now, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Yo, now with the USB, I'm just like, it's crazy. Yeah. It does feel like freedom, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Especially like you're not, you're, 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 your sets are like an hour at a festival more or less. It's not like you're doing these four or five hour nights. Yeah. So if say. that was the case, I would much rather have my laptop but what usbs is just like you know breeze through it and everything's there and now like the cdjs look like serato so how do you feel about the uh the scratching on cdjs and stuff like I are you still yeah so you're, you're so you're doing I'm actually a lot. all right with it really now. yeah i mean like so you're doing a lot less of it but it was like the difference between turntables and cdjs as far as like flexing any type of skill like no one cares about that mm-hmm. extra amount of skill that yeah. I'm going to flex with turntables. Mm-hmm. So I would just rather have something that's not going to skip yeah. and I'm not going to have to like check the needle and see what the connection and the circles off, you know, mm-hmm. and you got yeah. like, it's all fuzzy. Well, that's always been my thing is just like fucking 14 points of connection. Yeah. With the fucking there's tone like arm the arm troubleshooting and the needle yeah, yeah. and yeah. this and that. And then and like the with vinyl, CDJs, it's like, yeah. it's a direct route but, to the yeah. tune. I it's feel coming. like that's the like liberation though, between the two, because when you're playing on vinyls, that like, you know, the finger, like some people lick their fingers and do that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's dust when you don't do that. And we'll see Jay's is just like, a, oh, shit, I don't have to do anything. You yeah. Know? It's just like, it's tight. No dust, no, uh, no, no shaking. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes like you'll be around and the bass will actually like knock a fucking needle around. Yeah. Yeah. That's no good. I heard, uh, 
your mom was so fat she made the record jump on internal mode. (laughs) 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 We got a fucking Serato joke. How about that legendary uh, moment? Which one? The dude on the stage. (laughs) Oh, the dude on the stage that Mike and I uh, decided to punch simultaneously. That was, you know what? I think that came from both of our love of pro wrestling. <laughs> the fact that both of us were able to connect simultaneously on that was absolutely legendary. <laughs> and still? like, had he ducked, we our fists would have collided Yo, and we would have both broke our hands, him then winning the match. But my, my we, whole thing was, I was, my thing was deliberate. I was like, oh, this is all, I'm responsible for what's going on on the stage. This is my event. This fucking like, right. This, that was just a neat, this neat man reaction. must be put down. He's he's wild. <laughs> And and then Mike was just like I, am I was in just the in the middle mix. of mixing. Yeah, I was mix. like I would have I could have done that to like a little kid. Yeah, you turn. You know around. I mean, that could have been like a child, and I would yeah. have reacted the same way. <laughs> like, what the but, fuck you are know, you doing? That's become like you know the fucking that's like the Lee Harvey Oswald like uh, Jack <laughs> Ruby moment. You know what I mean? It's just like a real serious uh, serious moment. Well, in I, it. I forget there was like there was like a great connection because the song that was playing in oh it, it was, was uh, like, like right at the drop it was a little john it was a little john over like a, uh, a, a blog house type track yeah the time. it's getting hot right. in this motherfucker <laughs> it's getting hot in this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> oh that video is amazing then you watch the video you see you see it's amazing because diplo had two moments in the video one is where he's like hey, how's it he's like everybody's like going nuts and then, as soon as the actual fight happens, you see him just duck to the side like, whoa. <laughs> I just regret just not getting a really good punch in, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I didn't, like, set my feet or anything. I would just, like, uh, turned around. Yeah. And, like, my, my, my feet were still planted frontwards, you know? So I just kind of, like, went to the side. It was just a weak connection. As, I mean, we still, we still put him down. <laughs> and then he's and then I th- he re- that's the thing i think that the cameraman was he's obviously not a pro cameraman because he lost the shot once shit popped off mm-hmm. he put his phone down to watch the the actual action happened after the video looks cool because you just see like clank and then it goes dark yeah. but that there was actually better highlights after he dropped the camera oh yeah because then i actually like doom doom you know yeah but um you know, whatever. That dude's that dude's a fucking weirdo. Do you so do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah we know. He's he gone is. on to do more notorious shit. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. his that's his brand. Yeah, he's oh, like his he's brand like a troll getting in trouble in with, getting in trouble with the cops for say you know for setting up Facebook pages about having policemen killed and stuff. Oh wow, really? <laughs> so that's that dude right there. That's what he's up to. Yeah. But starting shit on the stage was the least of his fucking problems. <laughs> yeah, that was probably the coolest thing he ever did. <laughs> probably was. <laughs> That video is still up on YouTube. But, yeah. yeah, the other dude took it. Like, when it first happened, I was like kind of freaked out because yeah. I was like, it was getting so much traction. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, what if we get like Mike was freaked out for it. Like it was that. pretty righteous reasoning for like wanting it taken down. Yeah, and it was just like, I don't know, man. That's just not how I want to be you famous. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, it's a cool video, but that's like that kind of clout just isn't like me. It's just mm-hmm. not me. You mm-hmm. know, it's not really my personality. It was cool, but it's like, I'm not going to like. But that's the first in on that shit. Mm-hmm. So I asked the original dude to take it down. And I was like, he was like, oh, man, it's at like 10K views in 24 hours. Or <laughs> oh, no, no. More than that. It was yeah. at 24K views in 24 yeah. hours. And uh, it was, was like, all right, no problem. But I guess someone else got a hold of it and put it up. Then uh, Gawker did a thing on it. Mm. Gawker is now fucking out of business because of that Hulk Hogan shit. Right, right. And um, <laughs> but that was just like, that was like what's my Hulk little Hogan's buddy's name? 
the huh? Hulk Hogan's buddy who slept with his wife. Bubba. Macho Man? Bubba. Oh, <laughs> Bubba Sponge. But then he oh. slept Macho Man's wife too, I thought. Who, Hulk Miss Hulk Elizabeth? Maybe that might have just been in wrestling now. I don't know if it was I think life. it was real. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, it's the same thing. It's I was actually. Real. Who am I talking about? Wrestling is all real. <laughs> there's is. no, there's no real life and fake part. Actually, that, I don't know how late you got. When did you guys stop watching wrestling? Or you? Um, I come back every WrestleMania. No, yeah. I, I was distinctly. I remember it was like my freshman year of high school, which was like ninety two, mm-hmm. ninety one, or something like that. It was when uh, Ric Flair went to the WWF. Wow, that was a while ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, WWE now. That's like the biggest old head thing about me. This is like of all like like in life. Like I cannot say WWE. I always say WWF. That's like that's like the that's how you know I'm a certain age, right? Yeah. But I remember, I remember like being like, all right, I guess I'm just like more into music and hip hop and shit now, and maybe like not maybe kissing girls or something like that. (laughs) I think Greg, Greg, you came from that era of the mumble wrestlers, right? Well, no, I came from the best <laughs> era. The SoundCloud wrestlers. No, the attitude era. No, you're right. Yeah, the new, the well, new, the new mumble SoundCloud wrestlers. You are might make like sense though, because they used to cut crazy promos for like an hour long, like The Rock and Stone Cold, and they would be talking in the ring for like it'd be two matches and. 18, right, it was yeah. all about the promo. That was mm-hmm. like Monday Night Raw shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you might have a point <laughs> about the mumbling. <laughs> no, they were pretty clear in what they were saying. Yeah. No, that was tight. I was, but the reason I brought that up because I went into this uh, wormhole uh, on YouTube, and it was like top ten actual relationship beefs, and uh-huh. Hulk Hogan and Macho Man was in there, and Edge and uh, one of the Hardy Boys were smashing oh, leader. Yeah. So that's how I brought that up. I'm sure every scene is the same, right? Yeah. Like, like it seems mm-hmm. like no matter what scene you get into, people hang out with the same girls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They get into the same type of beefs. It's just everything becomes insulated. Recently tribal. now, the the women's game is like, it's really popular, right? Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like a lot of the women's those matches. Yeah, in the WWE, Headline. like they're the, the headliners, right? Yeah. Yep. Wait, this WrestleMania was the first female headliner yep. oh right? so you're Rick still in you're still head heavy well, into it see i'm this was I, the one that had like Char- it was a three-way match right yeah rick flair's daughter charlotte mm-hmm. and, and then two other chicks becky something becky lynch yeah becky lynch and what's the third one there's know. a bunch of them but like i, I wa- i'm like a sometimes watcher so i watch it when i know that the attitude dudes are coming back or yeah. something like undertaker he still comes he's old okay. as fuck but he yeah. still comes back yeah I, he was he was into it when i was watching. and uh so that, that's why i watch it but i see valentino khan is like Huge and he goes to every event. Oh, oh right. Yeah. He's having it he's having a EP release party and he has pro wrestling at his party. I feel like yes. a couple years ago I remember seeing some squad pics of him and some dudes at like a WrestleMania. Yeah, no, he's like he's maybe two big into wrestling, man. I uh like, I went to a, a card at the uh at Chichester Middle School oh, shit, yeah. in nineteen ninety one. Uh mm-hmm. The demolition was was uh, wrestling. I guess they were like out of contract with the WWF at the time. Axe and Smash, they were there. Nice. And they had yeah. a Chichester movie. Yeah, yeah. And um, and there was like an intermission, and we all um, we all went up to the ring, and uh, we were like feeling the ropes and all. Mm-hmm. And my boy was like, "Fuck it, I'm doing it." And he runs in there, bounces off the rope, does a Hogan leg drop. <laughs> And all the kids just rush in, and the security had to come and oh, kick shit. us all out of the ring. But he was like, he like really hurt his tailbone doing that. Shit. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Damn, he he's like, like, this shit ain't fake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it is real. Right. Oh. Yeah, you got paying out of land, right? That's but yeah, sick. I was into that shit. That's but yeah, it's not a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
could be. <laughs> oh, I mean, it, it, it's it is everything. Art is everything. I wanna, everything is art. I want to make this a Marvel Comics uh, <laughs> no. universe podcast, <laughs> no. but no, apparently not it's that not, either. No, it's, it's not, not an MCU that. podcast. That's crazy. So, yo, origin story, G Buck. We could tie this in the comics. <laughs> what is your it. personal myth mythology? Are you from parts unknown <laughs> or bit by a radioactive buck? <laughs> what meteor hit you in the head? Not nah, actually. Wait, like where was I born and shit? Yeah, or? I mean, how did it all start? It take I it was back, born, man. I was born at Temple Hospital. I lived in Germantown. Okay. Like by Strawberry Mansion. And it got bad over there. So my mom was like moving to the burbs. Yeah. yeah Where so, were you at in Delco? Lower uh, Delco? Uh, like Falkroft. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, area. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was out there probably from like, thir- my form, like 13 and up. So how'd you get into DJing? Um, <laughs> DJing in general, it was just like, yeah. uh, that's a good question. How'd you, how'd you get into music? I was always into music and stuff like that, uh, you know, rap albums and stuff like, you know, I was always into it. But I guess dance music in particular, uh, I got taken to a Sixers game. Okay. And Fatboy Slim, they used to come out to Fatboy Slim. And I was Funk's like, old brother. Hey, yeah, no, uh, right here, right now. And okay. Uh, and they used yeah. to do the drums doo, 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 like yeah. in before. And I was like, what the fuck? I mean? This is tight. <laughs> and then like from there, I just searched Fatboy Slim. And then uh-huh. that's how I kind of got into it. So I went. Have you met Norman Cook? No. Is that yeah. his real name? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I never met him. That would be tight, though. He plays with his shoes off. He, uh, he's he got a crazy long history in, in music. Even before dance music, he was in like a rock band called the House Martins. Really? In England. Like they were really popular like in the 80s and shit. That's like, tight. He'd been that's around. Tight. It was like, yeah, so it was like bridge. Like, it was like basketball. And then when I heard that, I was like, you know, what song? That was their intro song. So I heard it throughout the whole playoffs. And then I was like, this kind of music is tight. And then that's how I got into I came through the back way of Philly Club. Yeah. So I found Fatboy Slim first. And then that's when I, like, started to sample bass. And I'm like, oh, shit. And okay. then uh, I guess, like, Philly Radio, like Baltimore Club and, and yeah. Jersey and Philly yeah. Club on the radio guys. K-Swift and shit. And then that's when I found Sega and all that stuff. And then brought me to you know where i am now and what do you what uh what did you first like start producing on like what kind of program on acid yeah pro yeah also uh the playstation music maker i don't know if you guys remember that shit Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i was making shit on that that's where a bunch of dubstep dudes did their first tracks on that's that's crazy like yeah that they came out with a playstation game and then Mm -hmm. it was very formative into like making music so what was uh, the first production of yours that really started to get like noticed and get a lot of play by people and really started to take you on this this journey? I, I remixed I remixed uh, Champion, the Walk Like a Champion, Buju Banta. Yeah, 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 Buju. And then um, I remixed that, and then someone played it at a Mad Decent block party like the actual ones at the height yeah but yeah yeah i think i forget who played it but then uh i guess diplo found it from someone there and then he played it at another show and i was like okay that's tight and then that's when i got kind of got like uh more confidence into putting stuff out so i just start flooding the block sick it's crazy once you get one like when you know people are listening then mm-hmm. you get way more inspired exactly you know what i mean exactly. like when you're just like feel like shit's just going on deaf ears you're like well mm-hmm. why am i even doing this yeah Yep, and then so Westwood, I guess, I forget who played it. I should know. That's kind of shitty. I don't know. But it was someone there that played it, and then, uh, yeah, and then West played it, and then it just took off from there. You know, once West plays it, everyone uses it. Yeah, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to play it. Is there a particular, like, 
label that you're assigned to right now? Or? No, uh, I'm currently unsigned. I w- my last label was Ausla. You're free agent. Yeah, free agent. You're like KD with a with, with good legs. KD with good legs. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hurt. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, last one was Ausla, and then uh, that was just like a e- single EP deal. Uh huh. They took kind of like a hiatus from releasing music and, for yeah. a while. It's not and, easy. It's not easy to be a record label these mm-hmm. days. No, nah, they're definitely yeah, not. I don't even know what that is. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> a record what? What, even do? what do you do? What is it? My last release was Insomniac, and then before that was Mad Decent. And then, yeah. What, was, did, the, what was the Kindle record on? That was self-released. That was so self-released. Everything this year is self-released to just putting out under my own name and stuff like that so I can try to get all the stuff that it gets <laughs> yeah so is that so when you put stuff out like that you still have like a a publicist yeah yeah i guess like a pr company yeah. Yeah. you need someone to like hit up all the blogs and, and all and the men not just hit them up but have their ear yeah you know and have a relationship with them mm-hmm. so that they actually pay attention to you when you hit them up well your publicist hit us up and was just like can we have g book on the podcast and we were like yeah yeah sure yeah, yeah, yeah you got that yeah. so your career will probably take off after yeah this. exactly <laughs> ARD ARD, man. ARD. <laughs> got that art bump <laughs> i love the name you of the podcast by the way though nice always no. rhyming daily when we start to spit that shit you know mm-hmm. what i mean <laughs> this don't, this could turn I've been in rooms where this man has been freestyling for no reason so don't encourage him me? yeah oh yeah bro when I get drunk oh uh-huh. yeah when I'm a little sauced that's what I used to do I used to make beats and rap over that shit you're right so that so you started with hip hop right? yeah mm-hmm. that's a good conversation to probably have with a lot of dudes like it's like you started we all with started with hip hop and I'll fucking die with hip hop and when did it like when did we switch over so you started regular with hip hop just like so many people mm-hmm and you were like, I want to DJ. I want to. What? What made you just? Just like, I want to be involved somehow. I didn't really get into DJing parties and shit until like senior year of high school, and then yeah. I went to Temple and I started just playing frats and st- right. stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Frat parties is like the best parties you could ever. Play yeah, yeah. We used to crash a lot of frat parties. Yeah. We didn't go to any of the colleges, but we would go that to shit the was party. fun. <laughs> yeah. Frat parties are fun. I go. We go to Temple frats a lot, actually, man. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It was like right out there in Broad Street. Yeah, Row. yeah, all them, all them spots. Yeah. On Friday nights, used to be our party versus DJ Damage his party. Was. Oh wow! So it used yeah. to be us two against each other. Uh huh. And but it was He's different a good crowds. DJ, man. It was yeah. different crowds. Right, right, yeah. right. But how was the crowd different? One was a black frat. One was a white frat. I was playing the white frat, but probably like middle of the year, I was playing more hip hop shit. Uh huh. And I was also like mixing everything into it like i was mm. i was more influenced get by more like, open format yeah, yeah so yeah, i was yeah. more influenced by that open format and so you used to get packed in there everyone like yo they play everything right. in there so you used right. to come in there and that it was, was that great. time too yeah right? yeah, uh-huh. yeah yep right around oh, oh, 06 to 08 yeah, oh, yeah, yeah it was perfect yeah, yeah. Yep. that's awesome man that's yeah. a great it's funny how like them early little gigs shape what you do for sure and it's like almost something you don't even have control of Mm -hmm. you know it's like that unique situation of you playing to these like this frat crowd Mm -hmm. that's like naturally just wants to party to whatever Mm -hmm. lets you be able to play whatever and like the fun like hone a a style in that yeah that's like you said that shaped me as a dj and everything and so i just took that and after i got done there i was like oh i can get paid for this yeah started doing like bars right because Blockly was kind of like a college scene too mm-hmm. right that's how you got tied into that like college world yeah well that, that was when I started getting gigs to Blockly and then uh, like McGill Cuddy's and all that stuff mm-hmm. 
the first person to bring me out was Royale. Okay. At Blue Martini. Is that still open, Blue Martini? I think so. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Like Blue Mar- Where was that at? That was like right on... Is that Old City? Is that on 2nd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's been around. Dude, that shit's been around forever. I remember going in there, God, like 2001, 2002, and giving them a CD. Had like Mary J. Blige family affair on Yeah. You know, like Mm -hmm. I I tried to get a gig there a while ago. A while ago. But there was like too much hateration and holleration in there to hire you? The dancery, yeah, it was a bit full. They said, we're we're sorry. (laughs) I always thought- The dancery's a bit full. So that that lyric, is it dance? you You saw that lyric? What song? What I'm about dancery? People say it's dancery, like D-A- it's a dancery. Yeah, D A N C E R Y. No, no, I E. No, but they say it's like a dance soiree. Really? That's what she's saying. Dance she soiree. Pre- like she like pronounced it wrong, so it's like a it's like a French word, like S. Right, soiree is yeah. a party. Yeah, in French, so right. that's what she wanted. Dance nah, party. She's talking about a dancery. It's I like a place meant, like, for a dancery, like a cafeteria. No, she, yeah, and but it's, it's a dancery. So she she read the lyric and it said. Dance soiree, uh-huh. I guess. Dance she said soiree. Dance, she said, yeah. Okay. Oh, really? Interesting. All right. So somebody I else wrote it. the song. She was yeah. right, and she was singing the song. And she said it wrong, and they said, "Oh shit! All right, this works." So it was supposed to be dance soiree, dance, soiree. dance party. Does not sound as cool. Dance It sounds better. weird if you would sing it that way. She's not French. I remember working no. at Armand's guy coming in asking if we had dancery, and you're like, "Right away." That what, was, that was the, that, she, you got that John? That dancery John? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was one of my Armand's classics. Greg, you're like one of the kind, you're one of the people that I, I really wish you could have uh, experienced some of those conversations. <laughs> you would just have like a lifetime of great memories of just interesting uh, ways that people describe music and how you respond. To oh them. shit! Yeah, I'm sure. It's way, I'm sure. It's like request times twelve. Yeah, times, you know what yeah. I mean. It's like the same like request mentality, but it's like way deeper. And the older a person is, the more hilarious <laughs> yeah. it is when they're asking because. Armand's was tight. I never been. I've been there a couple times to get needles. Yeah. Were but, you vinyl? Did you did you DJ? No. Nah, you were. You were I was post straight Serato. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say by just. So I like by where, time alone. I like my age group because I can like bridge all that. And, right. And not feel like all oh, these goddamn technologies. Right. Like you that. still so, got all. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to feel like bring back that old school feeling. So even though I'm still you know playing off the flash drives and mm-hmm. stuff, I still bring a crate of vinyl out with me just so I can <laughs> carry it to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a plastic milk crate full of bricks. Oh my god, bro! What the fuck? <laughs> this is an actual spit take, man. I didn't Stupid. think it was that funny, but okay. this, this, I didn't expect that when you were gonna say that. I thought you were gonna say like you're gonna put old music on the USB. No, nah, I just I just bring like six crates of vinyl just to have that that old feeling, just so I can just fucking like hail a yeah. cab at the oh end of the God. night and be the the last person to take leave a, the club. Take a pick for the group. Hope I don't get robbed yeah. between here and home. Hire oh, a few younger man. kids. I heard so many people about how they get robbed when they got to their house or like Whew. you know what I mean. Because I always like, thought about that. Like I'd be standing waiting for a cab. Like I'm just like a sitting duck. Because right you'd have now, six yeah. sit by yourself with. I six never crates. brought out. I, I never right. brought out six crates. You brought out. <laughs> You brought out four or five crates, three tops. No, when you fuck that. When, who dude. brought all the records at Holotronics? You well, that was two of us. Yeah, it was two of yeah. you, but you definitely had that was ten crates us, but... on the stage, dude. You guys had a lot of think... records on the stage. Yeah, that was. I don't know. Maybe that was different. I'm talking. Well, the about point is, between game. that mm-hmm. and like turntables and a mixer, it like for one person to sometimes well, have never, to be carrying bro, all that stuff yeah. back. That shit. Like that used to be like that used to be a fucking thing. Mm. So what if you didn't have a car? Yeah, I used to take cabs. You have to take cabs, yeah. And that was before Uber, too. So it was like real (laughs) shitty. (laughs) 
but uh, here we are. But that's a good. I like that move. I might start doing it. Too. Just bring the crate records. Put them in decoration. front of you. Yeah. Put them in front of you, and like when people shit. are asking like for requests, so you'd be like, you're I don't, just like you're just nah, like looking through. Like, like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> That'd be just funny. to go. It's like an elaborate way to ignore requests. Yeah. Like like your head's just buried in the crate, like yeah. ugh, frantically fishing through for the next joint, and all just to ignore them. Or you can tell them to check in there. Like if it's not in there, I'm not playing it. <laughs> this guy had a bunch of laserdisc movies. I don't even know. They what just he was get doing. lost. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I never did it. think of the uh, the kind of Armand's experience as Googling something or yeah. Shazamming something. Except back then, yeah, you have to go in and that. be like, you know that song that goes like, uh-uh, 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 or something, mm-hmm. and you have to figure it out. It's just, just back you then. It was the be, next level. You were Shazam. A, a fucking prick. Yeah. It was a, it was a high Joe level. It was Mike. a high level Google Shazam. Like, ask, ask DJ Jeeves. Yeah. Well, when I was going there, their main also was phones. Oh, uh, you you yeah. talking about that? Yeah, and this is also this is also like that's that that's that downstairs action. That's that. Yeah, whole, like, yeah. So the upstairs yeah. was closed when I. When yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We I were was upstairs. Pissed. We yeah. were we were upstairs. Upstairs slanging them. The, them it was them funny, hits. man. I was just watching the Wu Tang doc. Mm-hmm. One of their first managers, like how he got them, like stretching by Bo played like protect your neck, and that was. Uh, but he was saying like their manager tried to get them to carry it at rock and soul which was like the arm oh i, I yeah, shot yeah. a rock and soul like and they were like we. nah we don't want it so he sent people in to do the weird assets because oh, that we would say that like when we would play a record and people, people be like where that's at where that's at mm-hmm. so that's like our term for yeah. like when people want to know about a song and like he would send in plants and he would go in and play it for the store and people and someone would be like oh that's that shit they played on bobito i need that where that's, where that's at and wow. like someone else then there would be a legitimate one after that like right. someone would be like oh yeah because they'd follow the hype and it would be like a wave Damn. of hype but it all started from like the original plant in there because because they yeah. because they wouldn't carry the record right but that got him to be like, yo, we'll take a whole box. Right that's now. crazy. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Now the only one doing that is Post Malone on YouTube. Yeah, he's got his own fucking hacks. He's got hacks. What's he doing? Well, the the rock star story was like he had like a link, uh-huh. but it was just a preview uh-huh. of a YouTube, and then in the description was a preview to the actual video. So it was like double the plays oh, or shit. something. Okay. It was like yeah. little hacks like that. Yeah. You know, Post Malone's an interesting artist. Like he's so popular, but like none of his joints really work in the club. It's yeah. like you know. Uh-huh. And, and some should. Like, I don't know why. Like, some I get why they don't. Like, that new one with Young Thug, that's, like, slow as shit. But, uh, it's a nice song. Is it? I don't know. I think I just listened to one What about time. the one with uh, Sway? Sway Lee doesn't work in the club at all. That's more, like, beach side shit. Which one? The one with Sway Lee. From the, the Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe, like, warm up or something yeah. like that. You don't get to do much regular club mm-hmm. shit now, though, huh? Re- no, no. Do you strictly like like a boiler you're room? Play, or you're like playing that. like for people who want to hear your shit. Yeah, I still try to stand out and not try to bang it out the whole time. Yeah. You know? The way I structure my sets, I'll start off with, like the hard shit, and then, and then I'll go down to like some Moomba and some house shit, and I'll go back up to my shit, like the 160 like shit. At the that's end. what you're making now, the 160 shit. Yeah, that's more. Okay. I'm going like. By December, I'll be drum and bass probably. Right, right. So right. like, so yeah, so just making faster shit now. Is is drum and bass making a comeback? That's another yeah. thing oh, we yeah. brought up a few times. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Like I've heard people talking about it, and like, uh, 
I talked about some of my hardcore my old memories. You making a comeback now, the like Little Texas, dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, Which is dun. funny because Little Texas was like the trap guy mm-hmm. with the on the floss tour, and now he's making dung 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 shit yeah. like yeah. that. And people, this are, whole two hundred BPM movement, yeah. And Dude, people I got, are post like four hundred BPM stuff. Shit, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to be like really industrial style yeah, stuff, like yeah, yeah. prodigy style stuff. And yeah, like, you that's know, cool. Not really clean because everyone's mm-hmm. tired of clean like marshmallow shit right so like everyone's like i want some like grit in my stuff you yeah know, like so i'm a big barong family fan yeah you? so they're they're and, and that's interesting because they're not from this country but they're kind of leading the way of that it, like yeah that place where trap hardcore dubstep mm-hmm. and club like kind of all meet it's because it's in the netherlands and they just like accept everything over there yeah. like you know over here people la scene the majority want to hear a lot of house shit you know but over there, it's like you play what you want, and they'll fucking ride out to it. And that's tight. That's cool. Have you? Are you? Where do you live now? I'm in King of Prussia. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I'd say like five minutes, five next, minutes outside of King of Prussia. Next yeah. to your friend Reek. <laughs> Reek. <laughs> <laughs> Should we recap the classic? Oh yeah, classic prank. It's a great story. <laughs> it was it was fucking brilliant. It was amazing. So I was on uh, I was on Sway in the Morning once, uh, and it was uh, it was about. Drake night, right? It was on Sunday in the morning. This is right in the middle, time, yeah. right around the middle of the certain time when Drake and Meek were uh, were in the middle of the, the beefing, right, height. In the, right in the middle of the height. <laughs> All of a sudden, Sway tells me there's a caller on the line. They really had issues with me being uh, playing all this Drake music and supporting Drake. I get and being from Philly and being from Philly. Yeah, uh, and it's and it's this guy. He says his name is uh, Reek uh-huh. from King of Prussia. And yeah, I'm not, and he said, I'm not feeling this Drake stuff. We're not feeling that. We don't do that in Philly. And I was like, Philly? I was like, you're not even in Philly. You're in King of Prussia. <laughs> King of Prussia came up because I panicked. Because they were might like, see your line. Yeah, the, yeah they, so I knew. I Wait, call, but you were in on this with Wonder, right? Yeah, Wonder told me to call in. And I was like, all right, I'll call on that like a Meek fan. And the <laughs> and Reek came up because around with Meek. I was just like, didn't know what to say. <laughs> so they're like, who's this? And I'm like, when he when he asked me. Like it was funny, and he's like, "Who is this?" And I was like, "Reek Rail." It's Reek, and he's like, "Reek," and then he's like, "Reek from where?" And I, I just panicked, and I said, "From King of Prussia." And everyone's like, "What the fuck?" King yeah, of for people from outside, King of Prussia is actually the name of a town. It is not a, a person or a, a, a <laughs> dimensional king. Is, is it a real town or is it just is a it, mall? Yeah, it is. Just the, kidding. It's, it's a, a big mall. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like a, a super. But but yeah, there's an actual like a place called kind of. King of Prussia. Mm-hmm. They didn't just, they couldn't go and bother and find out the actual dude's name and name it like Paul's Town. Mm-hmm. They they were just like, what's his name again? I don't know. He's the King of Prussia. Okay, we'll just call it King of Prussia. So I panicked. And the funny thing about that is when it was early in the morning. So I was at, I was at Drexel's campus. I was on Drexel's campus and I was walking up and down the street, like trying to prank call this person, but everyone's like being dead serious around me and shit. Right. It was funny. That was a funny moment, man. Yeah, well. Needless to say, you absolutely got me. Like I've never yeah. been so gotten in my whole fucking life. Right, it was a pretty awesome moment. I was like, "Don't come back home." He's like, I, I was just like, like I was home. excited that I was actually it. like a uh, like felt like I was really on sway in the morning, like be a part of like yeah, this yeah. prank, this joke, you know. I was when I text Wonder, I was like, "Yo, it was after we left. I think we chilled the night before." 
Oh, that's probably true. And you were like, I'm going to Sway. And I emailed Wonder and I was like, yo, let me let me prank this dude. He's so hyped. We were making I was we were talking about the Drake and Meek shit the night before and I was like, Yeah, he needs to learn his shit. Like <laughs> teach him a lesson. That's hilarious. Bro. I'm gonna go ahead and say, put it on record as you taught me a lesson. <laughs> um I don't know what the lesson is, but it was I tried it didn't work out. Yeah, I tried. Class at Reek University. Yeah. Well, that was when, like, he got, like, a uh, a write-up, and it was, like, remember? You got, I, yeah, like, the complex write-up. Yeah, it was, like, is this? Why is, yeah, is this? But I was, I mean, I was, like, yo, I got the hottest party in the city, man. Yeah, Don't it, fuck it, with me. It, it really did coincide, like, the height and hype of the party was at kind of, like, reaching its peak right around all that. Yeah. Coincidentally, right? Still, like, yeah. it wasn't, like, like it was already on its way, because it was a Drake party. It yeah, it was already it, it was already a yeah. crazy party. We're, right. I think we're still, we were definitely still at the Dolphin at that point. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But we were also, like, bursting at the seams. Because I wanted to do, like, we a wrestler like, thing. Remember my my wrestler thing where I go on with a mask and I play Meek and then like and then Joe comes up behind me and like taps me on the shoulder and I like turn around slowly and he's just standing there and I'm like no no and then like he throws on like Drake or something and everyone goes crazy. Yeah, I went full circle conversation. It's amazing. We should. Yeah, still yeah. Do that. We brought. We, we there's a call. Brought and now back, brought speaking of full circle. Uh, the OVO Fest was this past weekend, and guess who was a special guest? Meek Mill. Meek Mill. Everyone, everyone gets along in the end. Mm-hmm. Time and heal, Tiger was time there heals too. all wounds. Tiger, yeah. And they had beef. Tiger and Drake. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. Well, was Chris Brown there? I mean, and they they got a song, but yeah, I think Chris. I think it was. I think it was like the friendship tour. Like they all just come together <laughs> and, and hold hands on stage and do the bow. Remember they used mm-hmm. to do that. The bands used to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd <laughs> be fun. They did that, but they didn't do that. I don't think. What's the uh, what's the festival life like? Is that what you're doing a lot of these days? Yeah, festivals and shit like one-off shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's what's that cool. world like? I'm so I'm so detached from it now, man. I'm like strictly like working in clubs right now, mm-hmm. so I don't really get to see. I don't even know the status of that shit. You know, I like it. I mean, it's it's cool to just go up there and you can just do you. People are so ready to get uh-huh. hype. Yeah, but I guess the thing that does suck about it is like it's really short set so you have yeah. to you know everyone's busting their nut mm-hmm. everyone just like I remember that the last short set like, like, like it's just like drop 45 after drop to 45 a, to an hour yeah yeah depends on how big what festival it is and stuff like that like Ultra did 45 and that's because it was there's 50,000 DJs there you could go up there and just DJ yeah but you've got to literally plan out like because you can't afford to have that down time yeah, yeah, in 45 yeah, minutes yeah. you know like the mixing part yeah like just that. like so, finding so your you, groove and shit like that yeah so you miss the improvisation you're saying like when you do like these sets you kind of like you definitely know exactly what you're going to play yeah. kind of a thing so you don't you don't well wanna... I, I would have like a a list of stuff that I'll, I'm like alright I'm going to play this and put this in there but the thing is it's like when you're playing at a club or something people appreciate you like mixing in and like you know letting it ride from shit like that like for festivals, it's just like, mm, 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 right. like everything. So, build. And do a lot of people play the same tracks? Build, drop, I, yeah. A lot of people do, like yeah. a lot of other people do. But yeah. that's why I'm like, yo, you got to find something uh-huh. different. I always remember that. Speaking of like drum and bass, I, I would go to like drum and bass nights or like a rave 
with like a drum and bass room where they'd have like five or six DJs throughout like this 10 hour night mm-hmm. and you would just hear the same mm-hmm. banger for every DJ would play the same yep. banger. Yep. So it's like the same thing. Anytime when you're like have a bunch of DJs, it's going to be like that. When I used to um, travel a lot and I would, even, I would be doing like two hour sets. Even mm-hmm. that I would be like, I miss kind of like warming people up mm-hmm. and like kind of setting the tone. Mm-hmm. Like, cause when people come on and you're a guest or like, all right, you got to go right into mm-hmm. it. And I'm kind of, I'm not really that kind of DJ. I like, I want to play like some warm up shit first, then go into it. You know, That's how I started. And now I'm more, it you can't, of, no I can't do it. Now yeah. if I want to go try to play 10 to 2 at a bar, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, like, yeah you got to And it's that not because I wouldn't up. like it. It's yeah. just like, you're so, mm-hmm. I'm so like. It's tough these days too, man. Because people only like a song for 30 seconds. I know. They got that saying. Spotify skip. Uh, mentality, you know. Well, the songs are like at thirty seconds now, anyway. Yeah, so right, like, right, right. They're being even made to to mm-hmm. compensate that. Yeah, I feel like dance music songs are just going to end up being like one drop and out like soon. <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah, doot, yeah. like a build. That's drop. how I play. I play like big room shit on Friday nights, and I play it hip hop style. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like chorus drop next song. Mm-hmm. Like no fucking intro. No like everything like there's no there's never not a drop or a vocal going on you that, know what i mean that's funny you call it hip-hop style because like in uh, like they call it east coast style in like la yeah like, I'm yeah super yeah, fast yeah, like yeah east coast and i'm like that's interesting they yeah like, i heard that too man like i heard like the the uh, on the road podcast they always talk about like the la style is that like four bar intro blend i play mm-hmm. like that too but even when i'm playing like that i'm playing like Chorus of one song, mm-hmm. intro to the next song, yep. chorus ends, next song begins, yep. vice versa. You know what I mean? Yep. Continue on, mm-hmm. you know? Repeat. And th- I'm not slamming shit. I think that's what they mean by East Coast when you're like that, like fucking crazy. Like they also funk, flex, funk flex. Yeah, that they funk also flex mean, fit, but also know, like right. West Coast, they also mean like they kind of let songs play a little longer. Yeah, I guess right? maybe. Yeah, that's maybe true. that's what it is. Yeah. But like, I don't have the patience for that shit. And I guess that's just. Well, I just, for me, it's like if the crowd's with it, then I'm going to play it as long as possible. Uh But yeah, I always like, I'll be like, I think they could maybe go wrong more verse. I'm always wrong. Uh Like halfway through that second verse, they're like leaving the room, Mm -hmm. talking to each other. I'm Mm -hmm. like, never. If you don't think it's going to go a second verse, you're probably right. (laughs) Yep. Well, that's what, that's interesting you said that too, because at festivals, it's a lot of people do play the same shit because they don't Mm -hmm. want people to leave and everything like that right so right, a lot of right, people were right. scared to uh right right test things out so um what what are some other tunes you be you've been playing big things this yeah summer. i'm out of the loop with the festival shit and the edm bangers is it even still EDM? Do the kids still say EDM? I, I personally <laughs> fucking hate the EDM. Yeah, yeah. I think most people did. It was yeah. kind of just like a branding thing. For lack of a better term, people. it was just like, okay, it's it's electronic music and it's 2012. Well, have they tried to put you in a box, Greg? I feel like with the music did you make, like what have they, have, have people tried to describe it and put you on a stage with other people and call it a certain thing or yeah. what? Yeah, basically trapped into the club. There's so like, what, oh, what? yeah, he's black and he's making that. He's, do, you ever play Old Town, <laughs> do you ever play Old Town Road? No. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, that's the... I've seen people play before, and yeah. it's cringe as fuck, but... Uh, like, festival shit? You yeah. play that, you're cringe, bro. Like, yeah, don't do yeah, that. yeah. Not really. I mean, if... if no, I, I, I it, agree. You know, I if agree. you don't give a fuck, you just yeah. play it, but... Well, you almost got you. You almost have to play it ironically, but even then, it's mm-hmm. not like. It. Was it like that from the get go? Like before the Billy Ray? No, nah, because that's that was like a really big meme. At mm-hmm. first, it was it was a meme to Red Dead Redemption. And that's how it kind of blew up on like TikTok and shit. Uh, it was around the same time the Red Dead Redemption came right. out, 
And so it's it was like origin, funny bro. to play it. It right. was like this is the shit. That's when I played it. Once it became an actual like real song, I was like, no, I'm not yeah. playing this. So yeah. that's what I mean. So if you play it like now, and you're just like, yo, I can't wait to play it. Right. They're gonna freak to this shit. I like, just we just bring it out because we always talk about it. On like this show, pretty much started when Old Town Road did, and mm-hmm. so like every week we kind of just. It's See where every, how everyone's feeling about Old Town yeah. Road, and now we know how you feel about Old Town Road, right? Yeah, it's, you just mentioned Dog Blood, <laughs> yeah, and uh, which tune? Uh, Break Law. Break Law. That's my shit. I love that fucking song. That whole EP is actually dope. That yeah, Off the Lights EP is pretty fucking sick. Uh huh. Last year was kind of like boring to see like the dance music scene, yeah, and everything like that. But like ever since they came out with this shit everyone's getting more back into like like i said by next year it'll be fully like it was in 13. Uh, a little a little uh uh, bangra yeah who is this again sorry boys noise and skrillex okay they they've made a group dog dog blood What's it called? Dog, Dog blood. blood. Yeah, okay. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I have this. I still download and have all the shit. I just don't really have an opportunity to play mm-hmm. it anywhere. Yeah, you play this in a they're like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, sometimes like when I do the big room shit, I can sneak in stuff like that, but it's usually more of like a poppier vibe. It's hot. I'm trying to think if you can like put an acapella over this. Sure. You just so, do like Ghostface and just rap over yeah. it anyway. I'm gonna take my land and Old Town Road. And <laughs> hey, ride till I can't no more. Take we need more remixes of Old Town Road. Oh, yeah. This is kind of like leaving off of with the uh, of the twerk era, kind of. Yeah. A little bit. You know, well, it's like dance tempo wise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a little more driven, but less bouncy. Yeah. They got Queen Latifah sample in there. What is it? Queen Latifah. Oh, okay. I think that's Queen Latifah. It sounds like it. I don't know. This could be a few people. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. this next year, it's, it's going to be like really industrial sound like this right, stuff. Right, so. right, right. Nine Inch Nails is back. It's not going to be uh, like super polished. And, uh-huh. Oh. What else we got next pond there? It's a fun record. This is on. That's on Matt Decent, I think. Oh, yeah, this is. Uh... What is this one? I have this one too. This is Better by Valentino Khan and Wookie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wookie's killing the game right now. Wookie uh-huh. is murdering the game. He right has now. really good, like, accessible club music. Yeah, he's know? a really great ear for things that mm-hmm. are like. Like it takes kind of what could be just sort of mainstream sounds, but mm-hmm. always just makes really futuristic beats mm-hmm. behind it. Yeah. He just did a Miley Cyrus remix too, and uh, I saw it's, that. It's kind of blowing up, and I think that might be the bridge over for him. What yeah. song is that? The Miley Cyrus. I don't know what song it was, but she just the the mother's one. Oh yeah, mother's daughter. Mother's daughter. Yeah. So this is what you're playing a lot of in the this field, is, out there in the field. What, well, yeah, this will be out. Like if I was playing my house set, I'll mm. play this, this part. This is tight. Yeah, I could. I I I play some of this shit. 
No offense, I'm trying to hear some of that crazy shit that reminds me of your crazy shit because your music is always wild, wild and unbridled, man. Your your tunes, your tunes are like frenetic and hectic and like exciting and. Yeah, what was the show that they mentioned you on? It was like some fucking more like WB, like teen drama or something. You and Four uh, Colors Act made a track, right? uh, Beyond, yeah. uh, do you know this joke? I, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Disney Channel, man. And they fucking Channel. The guy so sorry, he was trying to put the girl on to some music. He's like, hey, what are you? I got that G-Buck. I got some G-Buck. That was tight. That was tight because when when I did the sync whole thing, they didn't say anything. They just said they'll play it. I didn't know they were going to write me in the script, write uh, us in the script and lit. shit like that. They don't tell you that. They're just like, oh, we're just going to play this at this scene. And it's like, all right, cool. So when they went to the coffee shop and they just name dropped, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, that's <laughs> tight. Like, you know. That is, man. Yeah. That's such a random, like, uh-huh. shout on a show, you know? <laughs> that's funny. Hey, I like how he's like, you don't know about these guys? <laughs> <laughs> like, where do you live on your rock? It's like the you most raw. It's like the most rawest and like, do you You sample it at all? Not yet. I should. I should. Oh, I should. Like you said, this above this above EP is really good for the frantic. You know, like I, I say frantic because you said frantic. Now, now I'm just like, I mean, frantic. how does you describe it? Like you know, music that has that uh that that energy. Mm-hmm. Frenetic. Frantic? frantic. Frantic sounds maybe a little bit like a uh, desperate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this is frenetic right here. We're getting mm-hmm. we're getting frenetic with it. This is a. Uh, I didn't know we this? were gonna this get this frenetic. Did you hooked on frenetics? Hooked on frenetics. Sabalba tune. This is this is this boost the tempo. Oh, Sabalba and uh, Rotec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole EP, all four songs are like fast as fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh. So they start off like that, and it goes. It goes yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a double time and then a half time. Mm-hmm. I've I've been noticing that trend. Um, I am I up like, on that. I feel like I, I started that trend. Really? Nice. Well, not. I like that. In terms of the club switches, right? Because when it was like heavy dance, like bass yeah. music and shit, I was always putting club drums in my shit, and I would go down a trap. Yeah. And no one was doing that at the time I was doing it. Right. And I'm not trying to like, you know. It's okay. No, it's cool. Put my foot I'm, down, but I do feel like now nah, I like it your, more. Put your fucking foot, but foot yeah. down. Yeah, I started that shit, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the track that you would say started it with? <laughs> go, go psycho. And Matt Decent signed it too. What year was this? This is. That oh, came out. Was that on a? Uh, Eleven or twelve. The, was that on a comp? Yeah, that was, was on, on the, Jeffrey's comp. Uh, Jeffrey's comp, right? It's so bad for this one. Man. Yeah, yeah, this is some drum and bass shit right here. This was at 2012, 2011. Really, that old? You don't like the production anymore? You're, you're, oh, you got problems you're just with better. It? You're better now. Yeah, yeah. And it was, this was at the time I was like, you know, I wanted to make really bass music, and I was still sample bass in clubs. So, but I was also finding different sounds and shit to play with. So, yeah, but. The reason I, I just took a stab. And There's like, like I can't think of literally any of your tunes that actually follow your basic Baltimore or Jersey or even Philly club template. Everything you always do is just like yeah, that's true. Left field of that. This tune is awesome. This song was this on song, TV too. I used to fucking rock. Play. I used to play the shit out of this song. Uh, there was a show on Adult Swim. Uh, DJ Doug Clown. Uh, he had a show on Adult Swim. Okay. And he used. He was like killing babies to this song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's like playing at DJ and like, it was crazy. 
Okay. Whoa. And out of that, and, th and there's no snare. And I, I was. And then here comes the trap part. So and that could we say it, it's not? And that whoop is actually a meek sample. Could we say it's a uh, uh -huh. Delco Club? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> what was that meek sample from? Is it from Monster? That was at the end of Dreams and Nightmares. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. gone. Whoop. Right. Were was, you into drum and bass, or is it, was this like a new sound you were just fucking with? Uh, nah, I was in the drum, like, so Back I was in the, more like, like 90 shit. Field. Well, after I found Fatboy Slim and like, oh, all right, same era, yeah. So yeah. I was like finding Prodigy, yeah, and all that stuff. But so this is Boombox Cartel, and made in Tokyo. I did a remix for this one too, yeah, but it's not out yet. I guess. And this is going to be the wave too, I think. Uh, um, Just rapping over shit? Like. Rap? You think rap's going to be popular? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think like. It's the sound of the streets. It's going to, I think it's going to be like more song structures, but it's still going to be heavy. Right, right. So right. it's like. Kind of so, like a, uh, a ASAP wild for the night. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like he was really ahead of his time with that. And That and, joint was so good, uh -huh. man. And it almost was like. I'd play the scroll. I'd, I'd play that shit at fucking like Lucy's in Old City. Yeah. With, you know what I mean? I played uh -huh. that and that would let me play some Skrillex and mm -hmm. a little harder shit. But yeah, that, that was That's a, great a good track. segue, yeah. yeah. I can't believe that song, like, what, like, just the sound of it and stuff. Yeah. It's like, at, at that time, what was like 2012? Yeah. That was yeah. really early. Um, so they just released that and called it New WIP. That's what they called it. But yeah. That, that's the name of the song, but the song is like he's talking about a whip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Oh, but they just took out the H? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were like being like cute to other DJs mm -hmm. and at the same time like naming. I get it. I get it. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. You had... Uh, you had "Welcome to the Party" on your list there. I know, I know, we're focusing on the dance music mm -hmm. stuff here, but we the pop uh, smoke. yeah, we found that we found that a, a little while back, and we're curious about how that was going to be received outside of uh, New York. Songs. But like, a, is that it's, is that going off and it's starting in fest right now? It's starting to. It's starting to like as well. I was looking hard in Wellapalooza just passed, and I was wondering if anyone would play this there. Yeah, it didn't yet, mm -hmm. but. I know that's about to, like... I don't know now, man. It's I just been a gotta, while. I've I just been waiting gotta, for it to leave New York for a while. I got a remix uh, with Rico Nasty on it recently. Of this? Mm -hmm. Nikki's hopping on it, too. Oh, okay. So, it's, I'm telling you, it didn't come yet. It's yeah. fucking... It's taking a while. I think this is just one of those things where it's like... It's the cadence of the, of the rapper. Mm -hmm. That's what grabbed me first, but then the dubby... The grind beat. Mm -hmm. He sounds a that little shit, bit. I was like, "Oh wow, this is grimy." Because I talked, we talked about it before. Like, I just like was scanning through new music, and I, I'm like, blah blah blah. Everything's like, yeah, yeah. Check on my babe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I hear this dude, and I'm like, what, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's. The, I guarantee you how it happened. He just got a grime beat, 
the dude from UK Cinema We talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, I figured there's a guy called uh, Mellow Beats. Who, who, made, who made this? Who produced yeah. it, who's a UK producer. Yeah. Uh, Is it wrong to say he sounds a little bit retarded? <laughs> well, he, he says said that he, in the song. Said, right? Oh, that's I true. I think he says I'm yeah, retarded. He's a little behind. He also he's a little says, behind. He didn't get the memo on He also on says he's a right. thought. So, he's that's right? my favorite line in the song. I'm a thought, get me lit. Oh, he does say that. Yeah. So this this is but, a track I did with Bach Nero. Okay. Shout but out to Bach Nero. We tried to we tried to see this is what I'm trying to go the route, which is like I'm want to let rappers have a spot on the song rather than just like hey say yeah four Be bars a voice. Yeah, yeah four bars and then go. Mm-hmm. But this is a drop and it goes a rap. Good to hear you and Bach getting together on something, man. He's kind of out here killing it. Yeah, he's out here. Yeah. So this is like, uh, when I was making it, I was watching, uh, was it Planet Planet Apes or something? It was like the one scene when they were taking over the bridge. Yeah. And that's when I was like writing it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to loop that. Because I have, I use an iPad for inspiration. So if I'm making like twerk shit, I have girls bouncing their ass. Right, right, that's cool. So that's how I like, you know, I'll keep looking at that. I'm like, all right. Uh Yeah. I need to be immersed in the booty. See, a lot of people get turned off by that because I'm letting them rap, but I, like, nah, I think that's how you got to make it to make other people check it out, though, man. If you want to make more than just that, like, hardcore crowd listen. So when you're doing festivals, you're playing a lot of shit. This shit is, is all still popping and all like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So this is, this, this is, this will be People are into this shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so they want to hear... I mean, I'm just like wondering if there's any like changes in trends of like, obviously, like you were talking about the double time shit that you kind of started. Um, but you know how like every year, you know, like every year of like the Mad Decent Block Party would have a different new, like there was like, yeah. this is the trap year, this mm-hmm. is the twerk year, mm-hmm. this is the, uh, you know, Baltimore club year, mm-hmm. this is the Jersey club is this, year. Is this out? So like what year is yeah. it now? What is the phase now? Is it like... Uh, it's like more house, like house, house, house. Yeah. like the earlier shit you were playing, the Valentino uh-huh. con shit. That, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's the ba- more base house. I right? guess they would. Yeah, base, base house. house. Yeah, I, I download all that shit, man. I try and play it when I can, but I just have so much of it, I can't like pick out what is the standout. It's but weird because it's super fast. Like, should I play in a little Texas? Yeah, play a little Texas tune. So this is really big um, now. Yeah. Not well. This is big in like L.A. This this dude's blowing up for the sound in America. So it's either house or this shit. Yeah. So there's no, there is in between. Right. But you know, but like Skrillex is playing this in this main street, like in headlining sets and stuff like that. This and stuff. If, yeah. And if Skrillex plays, then it's like it's probably gonna be accepted really well. So. Whoa. Oh, that's like hardcore. So given the BPM and stuff like this, are people ever like, you know, playing house and then like double timing it into this? And I guess it would be like, well, what I seen, well, when I saw Skrillex play it, he plays like 
out of this, he'll go into like some 100 BPM stuff. Mm-hmm. I could never play this. Anyway. I couldn't play this. Yeah, shit, not shit. But I, w- I couldn't play this <laughs> either. <laughs> Little text, you're crazy, bro. Not like, as beat. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, it's, it's insane. That's insane. That's insane music. I had That's a, the music that plays inside the head of an insane person when they're doing insane acts. <laughs> I, I had a. Re- <laughs> I had a release party. That's the song I play when I want everyone to fucking leave. <laughs> no, dude. So I had a release party for this song, and Psych. Little Texas was on that on a lineup, and he was playing that shit. And I was like, me and my boy, me and my boy Chopper, we were like, oh my god. Yeah, bro. please. Yeah. <laughs> so this is like, yeah, this is like I'm trying to like just make everything like fun again. Rather, this than, is you. Yeah. Okay. This. When, a little Miami basis on the hmm? Kino? Yeah, this came out what last year? This year? Yeah, this year. This year. Oh no, this is like last like December. Yeah. I definitely played this at the yeah, loop, yeah. Loop, I played loop, this uh, last you know that time yeah, I you saw did. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually. Yeah, it's hot. Oh, Gotta, gotta, gotta still give him a little squeak here. Shout now. out to Trillville. Shout out to DJ Sega. <laughs> yeah. Everybody yeah. wants to give that bed squeak to Jersey, but I'm not going to let him have it. I'm uh, going to let him know that DJ Sega from Philly was the bed squeak set. champion. Yeah. I Buy you so. a drink remix. That's where yeah, it all started. Yeah, really? I used to play that a lot. That was the first bed squeak sample in club music. Sega had the funnest over, not, there's Munchie. And then Sega had the funnest block party set, I think, when it was at... Uh, the 2011, the last one in uh, at 12th Street. That one? No, that that one was real fun, too. That one's crazy, but the one, the year when EDM EDM took, like, the dive, and it was, I think it was, like, 13 at the... When it was by uh, the waterfront. Oh, but not the... Okay. When it was, like, the first time there. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. that. And I Sega, think that was the last one I was at. The waterfront that has, like, the weird bowl around mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And it was, like, Dave Nada. I think the he- it was, like, Major Laser Headline. Penn's Landing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, the, yeah. Because that was the first time I saw Sega, and, like, that was, like, my time of, like, oh, shit, this is the scene. Right, right, Stuff like right. that. I know you guys had, like, the Howardtronics and stuff before that. And yeah. that's, like, you know. The predecessor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we were never, like, as electronic as that shit became. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were way more into, like, it was more just about, like, uh, I guess, not open format, but our format. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. like you play the hip-hop and the R&B and the reggae just, like, anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of go up-tempo. But you might, instead of playing, like, the regular up-tempo, you're going to play Baltimore Club, mix it with some 80s joints, then double-time it into, like, Dirty South, and then, like, 80s joints. Mm-hmm. And, bombs over Baghdad type shit, yeah. you know? And then, like, take it from there, you know? But we were never, like, we would never stay on one uh, genre for too long, mm-hmm. you know? Well, that was, like, the Howardtronics thing, right? It was, like, you guys would... It was, like, you guys in AM were... Yeah, yeah. I think AM was really good at just doing amazing DJ shit and making it so that a person who knows nothing about DJing can be, like, that's amazing, you yeah. know? Did you see- did you see that shit? I saw it on Facebook. Someone was selling. I don't know if it's real or not, but it was like for three hundred fifty bucks. Someone was selling his whole hard drive. It said, "Get this piece of history, like DJ, all his crates, everything." Three three hundred fifty bucks. They're selling it for. They're but they're actually like actual vinyl crates. You got to take. 
Yeah. I think it was like a hard drive. Break. They were like, There's someone uh, actually just trying to get rid of junk. Maybe someone will come take all my shit if <laughs> I say it was DJ You know, uh, <laughs> these doubles of Ja Rule, New York, this used to belong to DJ <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> the, the, the edited promo album of Ja Rule album. <laughs> Seriously, though, I'm having a. I, I need to figure out what to do with these with records like that because they're like. They're not I need valuable. To get rid of them. Yeah. Not, yeah. A lot you of just gotta using... start making those like have you, vinyl, do you have um, uh, do you have, yeah, I can, I can and, make a whole uh, fucking do you have any street corners where you live yeah just leave them yeah no man give them to me like uh, people gonna... are putting vinyls on they're using it for like I could vinyl copy this entire film more yeah <laughs> and it, it's like a <laughs> if you really want to get deep vinyl is just what ground up dinosaurs <laughs> is it I mean, they turn into oil, and then the oil I saw, makes the records. I saw something on A and E. The dude said he wanted to be a vinyl when he died. He made it into a vinyl. Oh, and have his uh, have his his ashes like sprinkled yeah, into the vinyl. They do his that. DNA yeah. played. What's his, what's your DNA sound like? Have your DNA transformed? <laughs> would into you sound be able, waves? Would you be able to pick the song? Like, could you like grind it and like pick a song on there? I think that would be pretty. Yeah, tight. you can get that pressed into whatever. They just like I think mix <laughs> it's in, that little text mixed in your ashes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like they, dun, dun, it's dun. like your funeral or like for one last memorial we'd like to play his ashes grounded up in the vinyl this is uh, Texas. <laughs> that'd be fucking hilarious you got any uh unreleased g-buck uh, every every uh 15 seconds or so i'm gonna go this is a g-buck exclusive or something so so that so that nobody rips, uh, rips it. it yeah <laughs> which one should i play i got one with tt how about both artists i about to dive into a little exclusive here. Exclusive, 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 exclusive. This is what uh, TT the artist. Okay, what's this called? Fake, fake. So my whole, so my whole next batch of music is just me talking shit about the industry. So I was very upset when I was writing. Okay. Buck music with Ard Clearance. Turn up, children, turn up. This part makes me want to wrestle a tiger. (laughs) So I'm just trying to make it like a party vibe, but also like not too aggressive, but like. Nah, it's just in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And then she, I give her bars. Okay. Yeah, this is good. This uh, fits in well with the uh, it's a it's a trap uh, hot girl summer collab. Yeah, that'll be tight. Yeah, you know, fits in with the. Uh... You know, I've been spending a lot of time on Instagram.com, and I'm noticing a lot of ladies talking about hot girl summer. It's oh, really yeah, yeah. there's it's a really, record about to come. It's out. a little bit more like hot no, mess juice. summer with a lot of you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Juicy J just produced a hot girl summer with Nikki, Megan, and, and yeah. Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign on it? Yeah, he's feeling Maybe he's, he's feeling that. sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! It's almost like the part maybe where you're like not being very nice to the alien, and this is. His. No, you're. <laughs> I feel like I've got like my hand around the alien's throat. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> I'm not well, cattle. I'm an alien. You're not escaping. Get back in this area. This is Area 52. Where do you think you're going? Area 53? <laughs> you're one area past you. Oh, this next one's definitely going to be some alien shit. Oh, okay. Break Can't wait. All right. This is what uh, Mr. Polska. So my vibe for this was like, I wanted to go. I put, I change break a lot. I think I sent it to you before, but I want to go like. That like chords, like circus kind of like. Nostalgic kind of. Who are these uh, other artists on here? Mr. Polska is a, a artist from the Netherlands, okay. and TT the artist is an artist from Baltimore. That was the classic switch. Like he was just singing, and next thing you know, like the aliens are here. Yep. So that's the whole vibe of the um, right. the EP. It's like you know, uh, just switch shit up. You know, yeah. like yeah, like the, a lot of the songs concepts are me just talking shit through rappers, hmm. or talking about stuff through rappers and stuff hmm. like that. So, so uh, what uh, is this coming out? Self-released, a label. What's it's what's. I don't know. You I don't know. Have EP is sitting. I have like house. I have so much shit just sitting. Uh, this I go club kind of here. But this and this part works really well at shows because it's not a vocal chopper. It's just like a yeah. I'm gonna break the law and do you wrong. Do you wrong. Raw. Bro. Oh, man. So, what are kids doing when this drops like this happen? They don't really expect it. So, yeah. like, they take them a second to, like, yeah. That's, that's why I do it. Cause it's yeah. like, you know, it's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you know. This shit makes me wanna beat up my landlord. <laughs> yeah, it's the. The beat up their landlord song is the next one if you play it, but. Yeah, let's play it. I really like that tune. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. So the e- the EP will be uh, calm like a bomb. Mm. So like you said, like it's very right, right, switches, right, so. right. Song, you said it's called calm like a bomb. No, that's the EP. This isn't mastered though, so it might be a little low. And I wrote a song for Philly too. Oh yeah. Everything's very vulgar. Like, who's the, who's vocals here? This is uh, Sam King. It's a good message. Mosh vibes. The video. <clears throat> All right, that's that's pretty uh, pretty tasty, pretty palatable. I just wanted to use like the, the horn, like a mariachi mm-hmm. horn. It's like it's very arrogant taco horn. Tuesday. It's like yeah, this is the part of the set we and aggressive mix in Taco time. Tuesday. Music. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's this kid saying? Sam King. I don't know about Sam King. Who's Sam King? You don't like excision albums and stuff like that? Uh, okay. I like. I mean, there's kind of like kind of a circuit now of just like the guys who rap on. Yeah, like Bach. Bach would be one. Yeah. And I fuck with Bach. I don't know if that's a, like, I don't want that to, them to think that's a slight or anything. It's like rapping over like dance music records, but I mean, dances. Well, I mean, Bach started his whole kind of wave around that with the whole uh, hoodie EM thing. Yeah, him and Shizlo. I mean, they're embraced. I mean, he's, he's from Jump. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm an EDM rapper, like from day one. Like, no, no mm-hmm. irony and no, right, uh, right. no apologies. Well, yeah. So, yeah, these are all. Everything will make sense when it comes out because, like, I have like a whole vision for each record, uh-huh. and stuff like that. So, so you're gonna release them individually or just as an EP? Or? It depends. So I'm, I'm trying to like talk. You shopping? You shopping right yeah, now? Yeah, I would do it independently, but I kind of want someone to believe in it so I can have like some type of budget or something. yeah, sure. with, get the get, yeah. The, get some help with it. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, I, well, that's what the that's what the art podcast is for, it's right? Big industry podcast. We got a lot of a lot of label people, a lot of, a lot of movers and shakers. Oh, they're all they're Listen all listening. Like, they're all like waiting for that next big thing. We just had shakers, but then the movers <laughs> found out about it. Yep, yep. <laughs> They're all waiting for that next big thing. They're all waiting to strike. So you're gonna probably get a lot of a lot of uh, inquiries in, inquiries in your inbox. You uh, you looking to get budget for videos for these? Like any any concepts? Well, you're, have, already, you're already floating in your head there. So when it, it's crazy, when I write music, I see the song. I see the video first. It's weird. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I. Use, That's why I, you use iPad. Yeah, yeah. So I look like I visualize what I want to see. So, um, like the break the law one, the one the heavy yeah. one. That was more like you know circus vibes and it goes like chaos and then that one is like shut the fuck up song that's more like uh like a kid getting bullied and he just comes back and he's just like the shit in school you know like that's and then the fake one is literally like you know it's self-explanatory but uh yeah so i have visions behind each record so i just i just hope it means something like it's not just there's a message to these songs uh uh-huh nice Yo, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, thank you, man. We got to be on again. You're local, so. Sick. Cool. Yeah, man. And thanks you're, for coming you are, through, bro. I consider you a fellow Ardsman. Ardsman. Hey, I'm Ardsman <laughs> now. All right, bet. Ard. Thanks for listening to the show. You can find G-Buck on Instagram at gbuckstagram. We're at ard underscore podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Without that underscore, just at Ard Podcast. Got any questions for us? Send them to ardpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support the show, send it out to your friends. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a good review if you're feeling up to it. See you next time. Ard. Ard. <laughs>